what's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? Ooh, in the House of Craze tonight, we have a very special guest. He's been on the show before. It's Mr. Morgan Quaid, and he's going to be talking about his Kickstarter enmity, too. He's also going to be talking to us a little bit about his uh, podcast that he's got that he's uh, created recently. And then we're going to be talking about how many L's, how many losses do you take? Before oh, you guys switch it up, baby. Before you guys switch it up. We're going to be talking about that next. Let's get it. <laughs> Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Santa Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to the Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most in the crazy man, Vera, and I am with George, the dreamer, Medina. What's happening, everyone? Yay! Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are coming to you. It is September 16th. Happy Friday, everyone. We have a very, very, very good show for you guys today. But if, before we get started, please hit the subscribe button down below. Hit the like button. Comment below. Hit the bell. So, you know, when we go live, we are doing live shows every Thursday morning at 9 a.m., except for last week because Sammy was away. Oh, OK. And I'm uh, I'm coming to you from my car today. But uh, but yeah, please do so. Make sure that we're trying to get to a thousand. We're trying to hit that thousand mark man. the road to a thousand dog. But uh, yeah. So what's going on, Sam? How you doing today? How you feeling? How's it going? First, I just want to say shout out to uh, if you watched that video in the beginning, you know, uh, Tech the Guys, the crew, San Martino and his posse. Go over to techthegods.com. They're our sponsoring this episode. So thank you so much. Um, again, check it out. The stories are great. Um, these guys are talented creators. Um, what's going on with me? We're four days away from the launch of the most important event of the fall, the most important comedy event of the fall. Have you signed up? Have you signed up to the launch of Disney in my toilet? Book number three, Aichi Wawa. Right? This is where Duty meets Herman. He gets into the house. He meets Bobby. He meets the father. This got, they got a government task force after him. There's a whole lot of stuff. It's a smorgasbord of comedy. This is crazy. And as of this recording, because we're in the past, we have 100 people signed up. So thank you so much. Yay! Thank you so much for signing up for the launch of this Yay. campaign. It is fantastic. And it's a double header. Remember the back in the days when you had double headers? This is a double header. It's a, not only Aichiwawa, but there's also Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. This is going to be great. It's another, this is a mini series. It's a three shot mini series, but this is the first issue, which is available as a stretch goal add on. It's going to be crazy. You want to join us live on the 20th, right here on Cast the Craze, because if we get funded on the night of the live show, we're going to have some great raffles. We're going to have some great raffles. We're going to have a painting raffled. 
an original painting by me raffle. We're going to have a t-shirt raffle, right? But we got to be funded on the night of the launch. So a uh, whole lot to come. So I hope that you join us for that. It's going to be fuego. Yeah, we're going to be live. We're going to be live. So make sure you've signed up. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe to the channel so that you know when we're going to go live, which will be on that, uh, what is it, a Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. 730 uh, we PM. will be live. Yeah, we will be live. Time. It's going to be a, an extravaganza. Um, extravaganza. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, all right. No. So why am I in the car, you ask? Uh, well, yes, I am picking up my mom from the airport. And as of right now, she's delayed. <laughs> and so here I am recording from uh, from the car. We got to do we got to do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, please make sure if you haven't done so yet, check out getyourmeds.com with a Z. Getyourmeds.com, where I have new t-shirts. This is actually one of them. I don't know if you guys can see it. Believe nothing t-shirts. So Believe check that nothing. out. That's yeah, exactly oh, yeah. my model. Believe nothing, dog. Believe it's nothing. You're all lies. You're all liars. Oh, Jesus. Lies. <laughs> it's all lies. And that goes back to actually, I haven't really promoted this property, uh, Rust 5377, which is the project know, that basically you know. launched, launched you my know, favorite my, of my the two. Indie, my indie career. Yeah, it launched my indie career. So these t shirts are themed towards that story. The, the, oh, the so you got something in the pipeline. You're acting up. You got something in the pipeline. Yo, why are you holding on to me? No, I got nothing. I got, I, I got, I got t-shirts. Oh, this doesn't happen for nothing. Something's going on. What are you, what are you that telling no, me? No, I got, I got nothing, dog. I, I, yeah, I, uh -huh. got, I got Russ five three seven seven on the. Uh -huh. Honestly, I swear to God. No, like, what are you gonna do it, Russ? Are you planning on relaunching it? What are you doing? No, 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 not yet, not yet. Well, I'm actually what I am doing though is I'm you know similar to what you did with the forbidden story I, right. I did this with russ when i finished it it was six issues right but it was open-ended right it ends it's it's one story you get one story you read 144 pages graphic novel is done right. but there's room for more stories so i've been you know so i've been writing stories about russ for a while and i've, I've actually kind of zeroed in on one that i do want to tell so you know i'm writing a story there but nothing concrete yet because, no. you know, I have to, you know, you have to get the artist to come yeah. in and do whatever they got to do. So if nothing concrete. On, if you have a plan on launching that again, I'll, I'll do a uh, variant cover pro bono for free. Yo, look at you, pro bono. Hell yeah, you got to do a pro bono. And now that I got new skills with, with the coloring, yo, I'm going to make it fuego. Oh savage yes. yeah man so no so that yeah that's going on but yeah no definitely check out the website check out that stuff um you know there's obviously more stuff on there and you know i'll update it i'm trying to see next year bro like i'm looking into next year for shows and stuff like that i want to do the wicked uh con that happens in boston in in uh, april i think it's a two-day con this year trying that's to weird. do that was that never heard of it Wicked, yeah, they had a show. It was they, they did it this year. I think it was the same guys that did the Boston Comic Con for many years. I think mm. they bought that um, convention, and it does very well. Uh, Keith Gleason, big shout out to him, and Johnny C have done it, and they say it's a really, oh, really they, good show. They do. I don't know what they do. Do like twenty five shows a year. Those two they guys? do a lot. They do a lot. I saw him at Terrific Con. Oh, nice. He saw them at Terrific Con, and then he went dark. I don't know what happened. There he goes. <laughs> Hello. Are you back? Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. It's just like I had a I had a call coming in. I thought you um, got checked up. Um, yeah, well, you know, that's going to happen. I'm probably going to have a call coming in because, like I said, I'm picking up mom at the airport and she's probably going to call in. So if I zoom out, just go solo, Sam, and do your thing. Jeez. Um, 
<laughs> oh boy. So my mom's flight gets in at eleven fifty. Great. Eleven fifty. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got plenty of time. I uh, got time, dog. <laughs> I got time. I got, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna be sitting in this car for a minute. Don't you love um, those flights? Oh man. Oh, but, dude. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm looking at next year. I think two. Only two shows out of state for me that. I have my eye on on MegaCon and San Diego Comic Con. MegaCon, bro. I definitely want to go to MegaCon. Definitely Those are only two shows. Number one, they're both nice, warm places, um, sunny places. Um, and two, they're big events. You know, like yeah. that's the big arena. Um, but next year, I think I will do, I'm going to try to do one a month in Texas locally. Yeah. And, uh, and then two out of state because I can't afford, you know, I don't have deep pockets. I can't afford to do multiple shows out of state as he goes dark on me again. And uh, that that phone is off the chain, and um, uh, it's all those bill collectors coming after George. I don't know what's going on. They're just they're, they're, where's my money, you know? See, George, if you paid your bills on time. But anyway, um, while I'm waiting for George to figure out what's going on with his phone, um, I just came back from the Denton Comic Art Expo, and I can tell you that it was it was a small show. It was an intimate show. Probably about 1,500 to 2,000 people showed up. It was open to the public. It was free to the public, which is fantastic. And it wasn't cosplay driven. It was a family event, all ages. And um, so you really had an opportunity to connect with people. So I made a lot of connections while I was there. The day day. So, and um, um, and uh, shout out to everybody who got a copy of Disney in my toilet at the expo. I met a lot of great creators at the expo and a lot of convention promoters, uh, local promoters. So yeah. I'll be attending a lot of shows locally. Thanks to for them coming up and introducing themselves to me and telling me about the events. Yeah. So it was a great yeah. intimate show. I loved it better than some of these big shows where it's really dominated by cosplayers and 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 um, and dominated by the bigger names where you know you're you're being blocked by lines or and that kind of stuff. Here, you felt like. Um, um, they you you felt seen like here you were seen you know people wanted to talk to you wanted to know about what you you had to offer all those things so you really had that quality time yeah um, it it, it kind of you know the way you're describing the shows and they're very affordable obviously the tables are very affordable mm -hmm. it reminds me of like when we were coming up and how shows just wanted to have people at the shows they were very intimate they were very small they weren't like these big i think wizard remember the all the wizard shows that they had they started getting very big and then yeah. reed pop came through and i mean san diego has always been around but i feel like the little the little conventions were were kind of pushed out here yeah. especially especially in, in in new york i think i think jersey still had had some but even in jersey some of the prices for those tables were getting really really high yeah. You know, whereas in, in Texas, you still can get some affordable shows. So you're going to have the big shows also because it's such a big state and you're, you're going to travel to different other different places. But it's good. It's good that they do have a lot of local smaller shows. And there seems to be a community. Um, it's a huge. Cool. It, it was, it was fascinating. Cool. I met a group of artists. They, they, were, they had a table adjacent to me. And they came over, introduced themselves to me. And yeah. they, you know, I told them I just moved here. You know, I've been here a year now in Texas and the whole bit. And they're like, hey, look, whatever we can do to help you. Hey, do you know about this show? Hey, talk to this guy here. Do you know about this store? It's very friendly to... They were just like a, a wealth of knowledge and they were very welcoming. Uh, the hospitality was on another level that I didn't get anywhere else. And I was like, wow, this is pretty fantastic. Um, so I, I thought it was pretty dope. Um, and uh, in fact, it's going to be a lot of creators from the these, these shows that I attended that will be appearing on Catch the Craze soon. So it was pretty awesome. awesome. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, it's good, man. That that's the beauty of of, of indies and and when they're still coming up and everybody's still, you know, it's when they start making it, you know, heads get bigger. <laughs> that's it. So, that's it. so stay humble. Stay humble, guys. Yes. <laughs> stay but, humble. Um, <laughs> but 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 talking about staying humble, you know what a humble you, bro? What? A loss. Yeah. A loss will humble you. A lot of losses. Ass. A lot of losses. What are we going to get into? Get your meds and talk. A Before bit about we that. get your meds, oh. this segment of Get Your Meds is brought to you by Story Comic. Story Comic is a podcast that focuses on people behind the words. The host Barney Smith interviews comic creators of all types and their works and tells stories about comics, comic-based stories, and all other forms of prose storytelling. We've been streaming our show online since 2019, and it's been amazing to see how many people around the world have come to appreciate. The value of hearing stories from people who are just as passionate about their work as we are. So if you're a comic creator yourself and you know someone who is, or if you just want to hear about your favorite book or comic, uh, how it's made, come check us out at storycomic.com, storycomic.com. And now we get your meds. It's time for your medicine. How many times, George? How many times? How many times? Yo, big shout out to Barney, too, from Story yeah. Comic. Thank you so much for that sponsorship. Um, how many times? How many How many losses? How many L's do you take before you switch it up? Before you change the uh, the trajectory, you know? How many? How many does it take, Sam? How many, how many lists does it take? I got two sides to this face. So I'm thinking two. Uh, like, <laughs> no three strikes, no three strikes. No. I guess three strikes. You're out, I think, right? I think it depends. Again, it all depends, right? So, um, like for instance, um, I came out here. First thing I did was go to all the comic shops, introduce myself, try to get them to um, let me put my postcards on their counter to promote my camp, my Kickstarter campaigns. They all said no, right? Every single one of them. I was like, what? They don't support indies, right? And um, unless you're in Diamond, um, they're, not, they're not supporting. And uh, that was a big thing I heard. And I was like, wow. And that was hard because I came from the East Coast and I never had that resistance in with the retailers in the East Coast. So that made me figure, realize I have to do something different. Then I can't rely on that avenue. I got to try a different route. So I wasn't going to go to do another 12 more and get slapped up. I said, all right, I hit 12 stores. I'm going to stop there because I'm going to get angry and we'll go postal. <laughs> right? Because you know, after a while, you get denied, denied, denied. You're like, whoa. Right? So I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm going to move on to something else. So that's, a, that's one example for me of saying, all right, I got to try a different tactic. So, you know, my next tactic was, all right. Maybe I need to go directly to the audience and, 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 and hopefully the audience will create the demand that eventually will catch the eye of the retailers and distributors and all that stuff. So I started changing that for conventions. And if you keep taking financial losses at conventions, maybe it's not the right venues. Maybe, um, um, you know, um, maybe it's not your time. Right. So I, there's just so many things you got to look at, so many variables, all depends on what you had on display, what you took with you, um, your marketing game, your pitch game, all those things. So I think for me, after like, if I took three losses in a row at Comic Cons, I'm stopping for a minute. I'm going to stop. I'm going to reassess. I'm going to take a couple of months off. I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to do it for a minute. And I'm going to say, is it me? Is it my, 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 my presentation? Is it my book? What is it? 
because then I have to analyze and uh, dig deep. Ah, I think it, it. I think it depends on the loss you take. What kind of losses are you taking? Right. You, you make some good examples about dropping things off at stores, and maybe that's just not the right store. And, and we all have a different threshold of patience when it comes to rejection. You know, some people can just keep going, and no matter what, they can do. You know, Captain America style. I can do this all day, mm-hmm. and they can just keep going and going and going. Yourself, Sam. You know, you have a threat. Twelve, I guess, was your threshold. Twelve. <laughs> Well, you know what it is because I had to drive to all these places. Well, yeah, and, and it's a long. These are long, long drives. drives. These aren't close drives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but I think that something like that, for example, right, a mistake like that, you 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 take an L and you say, oh man, these cool stores are, are are shutting me down. Okay, maybe I don't drive to these stores. Maybe I call these stores up and say, hey, um, I'm thinking about going and dropping them. Maybe make a connection on on the phone. Some some of them don't pick up the phone. So you know, they're, they're just different ways to do different things. For me personally, I think I think if you make a mistake once, you got to learn from that mistake and not make it again. I think it only takes one mistake, one mistake. Because if you keep, if you think yeah. that you're gonna make something different when you're doing the same exact thing and you think it's gonna change something, it's not gonna work. It's just not gonna work. If you go to a convention, right, and you didn't print enough books, right, so it, it costs you sales. You better have enough books next time. You can't print the same amount of books. You can't take that loss again. It depends on the loss. You, you that loss you can't take again. You know what I mean? If you printed too many books, right, and now you know you're oversaturated with books, the next time you do that show, you don't take that many books, right? Unless you've built a fan base enough and you know that more people are coming to that show. It's all about what you learn from every single. Loss. You have to learn something from that loss. Yep. And that's the only way you're going to make it in this business because you're going to keep taking losses. You, they're going to come. They're going to come and come. And, but you can't make the same mistake over and over and over again and expect a different result. What do you say? That's, and that's insanity, they say. So I think it, it really depends on the loss. And like you said, Sam, like if you're if you're going to a, to, to a, to a store and they're, and they're turning you away every single time, maybe you don't go back to that store. Maybe you let, you know, let that store rest and go somewhere else. But but yeah, I, I think losses are gonna come, man. And you gotta get ready. You gotta be comfortable, you know, get comfortable being uncomfortable because those losses are coming. But, but don't be they, the reason. Don't be the reason why they happen. You know what I mean? Right. They, don't blame what I was, everybody else. Don't blame. It. And the other thing is do research. Yes. There's plenty of information out there for you to avoid losses. The best way for me to avoid a loss is by learning what loss that person next to me took. If that person next to me is walking and they trip and fall into a hole, I'm not walking in that direction anymore. I saw they fell. Why am I going to do that? So sometimes learning from other people's mistakes is a way to avoid the loss too. But keep your eyes open and don't be lazy. Mm -hmm. Don't be lazy to the point where you hurting yourself because you refuse to do the work. That's you're <laughs> don't be a boggle, man. No, that, that's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you a lot of money, a lot of aggravation. It, it, it really is. And and so don't do it. There's plenty of information out there for us now. Plenty of there's plenty of podcasts out there to tell you what not to do in certain situations. There's plenty of books out there, whatever, whatever it is you want to, there's plenty of information out there. Google is a big thing, you know. There's, there's a lot of things out there that'll help you avoid some of those pitfalls. But you got to you got to be willing to put the work into, you know. But the learning begins when you 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 accept responsibility. That's true too. That's true too. You got to accept responsibility because if if, if something's not working for you, one of the things I do, and and again, you have to be able to um, adjust in the moment, right? So if I'm at a convention, I'm sitting down, <clears throat> right, and like for instance, when we were at Fan Expo, 
we were blocked. I forgot the name of the writer. The guy was a writer for DC, right? And this guy had a line that just came across all our tables, right? It went straight <laughs> down the line and blocked everybody, right? So my wife and I, we, we changed tactics, right? So she got up in front of the table with the postcards, and we just started hitting the lines with postcards. Boom, boom. When you get a chance, check it out, check it out, check it out, right? And some people took the postcards, some people didn't, whatever. But, you know, we just boom, boom, because we're trying to attract people to the table. So we decided to stand. Because now you can't see us because we're blocked. So we decided to stand and whatever. Um, so you have to adjust to what's happening around you. Yeah. And if you go an hour and you haven't made any connection, you haven't had one conversation, you haven't moved one piece, one piece of uh, art or book, um, walk the floor, you know, start going around, talking to people. Look at what's happening in the, in the artist alley, if you're an artist mm -hmm. alley. What's going on? What's the buzzword? You know, what are people looking for? You know, and then change up. Maybe it's your presentation, the way your table's set up. Change it up. You know, I think the second day, the first day I had the, the toilet, the alien coming out of the toilet, all that stuff. But the second day, it's gone, right? Because I realized that people loved to see when I was drawing, right? And that's when I, so once I did that, I opened up a spot for me on the table because I didn't have any spot. I was, you know, there was no way. So, and I started illustrating. Next, you know, I'm moving commissions. Hey. Can you draw this? Yeah, sure. How much would that be? This much. Okay. How long would it take? It'll take me two hours. Oh, right, I'll be back. Boom. And that's how it happened. You know, so you have to be able to adjust. I realized, hey, look, I while it looks great, it's impeding my ability to to move my product. And that's what I'm there for. I'm trying, I'm there to recoup my money, to network, to get exposure. That's not gonna happen if if um if I've created clutter, right? Yeah, and I did it on my own, right? All, you know, presentation wise, I thought it looked great, but it wasn't doing anything to help me. So, and so I adjusted. Yeah. Those are the things you have to be able to self reflect yeah. and analyze in the moment when it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that also, I think some indies give up too soon. You know, I, I think you, you definitely have to have some kind of, um, you have to have that thick skin. Uh, you, you definitely, there, there are going to be a lot of no's. They're going to be, you're going to fail a whole lot. But you got to be willing to to go, to go the distance, to go the distance. It, it, there are conventions, man, where like nobody's walking through that door. And, you know, there's a lot of times people pack it up. All right, I'm going home. That's it. It's done, right? Oh, yeah. Those, those, so, those early packers four hours into the last day. I'm like, yeah. What? And then people are packing it up and, and yeah. sending it out. Don't do that. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, it's it's natural, right? It's it's a natural reaction. That I'm done with this, man. I'm out of here. You know, I I, I can be traffic. I, I can be gone. If you sold out of all your stuff and you have nothing else to sell, yeah, bounce. It's over. It's done. But I think there's always something to do at a convention, even when there isn't there aren't sales. Networking is a huge thing. Yeah. I, I I think the the best thing about conventions, the reason why I like to do conventions, is the camaraderie. The, the friends, the people that are there, you know, hanging out outside and being around all of these creative people that when it's done and you go home, you feel motivated to keep creating because you've been around all of these creative people. So leaving early on a convention, you take that away from yourself. I, I think people give, and, and that's just an example, anything, don't, don't give up. It's going to get hard. You're going to take a lot of losses. How many are you willing to take? It, it depends on how, how far you want to go. I mean, I'm infamous gonna... for waiting to the last second. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, infamous. Infamous. <laughs> I'm infamous for that stuff. I like, I'll wait to the last minute. I won't, um, uh, because I'm always thinking there's going to be a last minute sale. There's going right. to be a last minute sale. That's why I'm always, my head is always, um, I, even in the worst conventions, I'm like, oh, right. And that uh, way, you know, no one's coming, but you get, but it's, you're good. You're like, come on, Sam. Someone's going to come. Think positive. 
think positive, right? <laughs> but yeah, you know what? <laughs> no, I was gonna say those are the, like if you're an artist, you, those are the best conventions to get some work done, to get some pages done. Bring bring yeah. work with you. Yeah. Because you're not gonna get it, you know, you're probably not be gonna be able to do it by the time you get home, you're too exhausted to do anything. Yeah. Might as well just do it there. Use the time to do some to do like other my, things. My goal is to fill up, I got a thousand slots in my sketch card holder, right? Yeah. Right. My goal is to fill that up. So when I have those down periods when I when there's no traffic, you know, and you can't force the traffic, so I'm doing sketch cards. I'm filling yeah. that stuff up, boom, 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 yeah. because I know eventually something's gonna come across and want to buy that sketch card. But so if I have enough inventory, you know, boom, 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 boom. That, you know, it's there, it's ready, and it's there to go. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for anybody in the game is um, self-reflect, take responsibility, uh, be able, be humble, adjust in the moment, um, and uh, and keep trying, and keep trying. Because it's not, yeah. look, this game that we're in is a thankless game. It's a difficult game. It's an expensive game. Um, you know, and lot and and the majority of the independent community are all doing it as a hobby because financially everyone needs a full-time job or whatever, it's like some other form of revenue intake, right? Um, so the the time that people are spending on this, when you are if you're there, you're coming home from work at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, and then you're drawing or creating till one in the morning to get up again at six in the morning, go to work um, to give up because you had a bad convention. What was it all worth? I mean, what was it for? Right. So I think, you know, there's a lot at stake and, uh, but um, growth comes from ownership when you own it, you know, don't blame. Yeah. Oh, it was a bad convention. The promoter didn't do their job. This didn't happen. No, you know, ask yourself, what didn't I do? You know, what was I missing? Yeah. And listen, I, I, I believe, I, I truly believe that there are reasons and there are excuses, right? Yeah. Sometimes promoters drop the ball and they don't promote the event. Yeah. And, you know, five people walk through the door, right? That's a good reason why you have low sales. But you not selling everything because you refuse to talk to those five people that walked in. Now that's an excuse. You're making an excuse for not, not getting those five, at least talking to those five people that walked into the door. I think that you have to do, like you said, anything within your power that you can. If it's a crappy convention, honestly, you probably should have done the research and seen how many people, how, how many people actually walked through that door at last year's same convention. You know yep. what I mean? That's it. Sometimes, That's like, it's like I, there's a convention that's local that I just found out from a promoter at the last convention. Right. And so uh, my sister is going to go for me and check it out and take get some video footage of it um, because, you know, I'll, I will be away for a couple of days. So she's going to be um, check it out for me. And so when I come back and get some real time video to see what the crowd looks like, what the vendors look like, that kind of stuff. Um, and that's like, that's like, that's like that counter surveillance. And uh, so, and it's my, it's yeah, me doing a recon, little recon yeah. mission. It's we went homework. I, I went with Jonathan. We went, we went to a convention in Massachusetts and dude, it was a great convention for us as fans. But it was a terrible convention as as a vendor. Uh, there, there was, there. It was great for us to walk around and chill and hang out. But when I looked at the vendors and what they were doing as far as sales, they they were just kind of talking to each other, you know. And so that's not a convention that I'll I'll go again as a person who's come going to check out the convention because I had a good time. But will I pay whatever amount of money they were charging for a table to do? To, to no, nah, man, that's a lot of money. That's mm -hmm. a lot of money. So, yeah, so you got to do your homework. You got to do your homework and yep. hopefully take less losses that way. 
Yeah, so that was another segment of Get Your Meds. If you have an opinion about this this topic, please put it in the comments. If you liked this episode so far, you know what to do. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't done so already. Let us know that uh, you enjoy the content that we're producing. So we're going to take this com- short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to bring in our guest, Mr. Morgan Quaid. And we're going to be talking about Mnity number two and podcasting and so much more. So. Why should you subscribe to Cast the Craze? You know, that's a question I've been asking all the time, but I'll let former guests tell you why. Here we go. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze. Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze. On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze. Join the movement. Catch the Craze. Hello there, Mr. Morgan Quaid. <laughs> you, you, you muted, you muted. <laughs> he knows how to drive. He can do it. What's up? I, I passed my driving test, Morgan. Thank you. Thank you very much. I didn't. Hey, how you doing, guys? I've been yeah. listening. It's been cool. I've, I've I've been looking at stuff and searching stuff. Every time you guys mention something I don't know, I could get on and... <laughs> What's this story comic you say? Oh, interesting. Very good. Yeah. Cool guy. Listen, Barney is a great dude, man. You definitely should reach out to him and and, and talk to him. Story comic. Really, really good guy. But Morgan, Morgan the Quaid. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. We're going to be talking about M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-M-N-
it's just so competitive and so yeah. ridiculous. But I, I actually connected with a um, an indie um, uh, film director, and he said, "Oh, do you want to write a uh, you know screenplay for this kind of Western horror thing?" And I said, "Well, yes, please. I will. I will very much like to do that. <laughs> nice. No experience at all at it, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> Let's do it." Um, yeah, so that's that's been the latest thing. It's lots of fun, lots of writing, lots of uh, uh, promoting, which is. Yeah. Less fun, except for this show. This show's fun. A lot of the other <laughs> stuff's not so much fun. <laughs> uh, so, so how many projects at a time are you like? Do you tend to write? Like, you find yourself writing all these projects. How many projects do you have going on right now? Uh, I always have uh, one or two novels. So I've got one novel at the moment. Which mm. man, it's a struggle. It's the fourth novel in a series. So it's at the point now where it's so complicated. <laughs> trying to end this thing is is always killing me but so there's there's a novel which is kind of in the background slowly moving every day uh a screenplay or a pot tv pilot or something like that um so there's there's one of those that i'm actually two of those i'm working on at the moment um and two comic projects because the thing with the the comic scripts as well is i i don't um i don't write a whole story arc necessarily i'll have an mm -hmm. idea of a story arc but i'll write you know one or two scripts uh, or issues of scripts and then get working with the artists and then it takes a while for the art to get done and everything so there's a lot of downtime so they're kind of just mm. sitting and one of them i'm shopping around for a publisher at the moment which is you know a super uh encouraging uh, enterprise for those that haven't done it going humbly offering your little thing to you know publishers <laughs> please yeah. please yeah. will you look at this thing and, and help me with it um, right. So I'm doing that as as well. Yeah, it's all, all that sort of stuff. So Good yeah, five. Let's go with five. Five, Damn. but really, really two is the main one. Yeah. That's incredible. Man. Yeah. No, the fact that you find the time to do all these things is it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. Since the last time you've been on the show, um, have you picked up another guitar? <laughs> wow. No, because there are rules in place now that forbid <laughs> me from getting any more guitars. It's it's one out, one in. So I have to get rid of one if I'm going to bring one in. Uh, I did, though, uh, the other day, a mate of mine came back with a guitar, <laughs> but it was already my guitar. He was giving it back to me. Uh, it was a little Yamaha acoustic. It was the first guitar I ever played when I was six years old, uh, wow. when I was just starting to learn. Wow. And it's... I remember it being so hard to navigate because I was this little guy, a little skinny dude, and, you know, your arm is up near, you know, right. past your neck and everything because you can't. It's just so big for this little person. Right. But I still have it. It still works. I can still record with it. It's just a nice guitar. It's really weird that I still have that thing. <laughs> well, listen, I got to thank you. I got to thank you very much because you did a heck of a job with my uh my wonder duck theme song that yes. you uh that Yay. you put together for me so yes. i really really appreciate that Thank cult you very classic. Much, that oh, was man. so quack, much quack. fun that was, was that, good that i, was I good. already i had that piece of music f waiting for something and i didn't know what to put it with and i just thought oh i'll give it a go with this one see if it, see if it works and it just <laughs> it just worked it was just great it, it so works fun. so well dude it works so well so thank <laughs> you very much so aside listen so aside from the writing the music and all of that other stuff. You have a podcast. You have mm. a podcast, right? The because very occasional, the very occasional podcast. The very occasional podcast. Very occasional. So now you were yeah. going to say, because why? Why do you have this podcast? I have a podcast because I looked around and I thought, there's not enough of them. There's, <laughs> there's just not enough podcasts around. <laughs> Everyone is waiting for another podcast. And I thought, 
completely the opposite actually so <laughs> I, i've been thinking for ages doing like and part of the reason is being on catch the craze and and which by the way I don't have the lingo, so when I say catch the craze, it just sounds super white and horrible. <laughs> and so apologies for that. Catch no. the craze, you say. Excellent. <laughs> um, but, yeah, th- so this this sort of podcast and others like it were part of the reason why I thought I, I, I would love to do this, but I knew if I do it, I'm going to spend so much time editing these things and yeah. it's going to suck up so much time. I never once thought this is going to be a moneymaker maker. This is going to be, you know, something to really get me out there. I just thought, you know what, it'll be great fun. I get to talk to the sort of people I yeah. want to talk to. Um, yeah, so I just thought, hey, you know what, and I'll call it very occasional as a get out of jail free. So if I just decide to stop one day, it's like, dude, it's, it's very occasional. It's very occasional. Hey, where's, my, where's, where's the next one coming out? I don't know. It's very occasional. Yeah, you know, it's, it's some, we'll someday. see. It's, we'll a, it's see. a genius marketing strategy for people not to know when the next episode is coming out. It's the dumbest thing to do. But, you know, I thought, oh, well, you know. You know, the, the, there's, a pod, there's a podcast by a British um, personality. I can't remember his name now. But his thing is, his stick, his stick before every episode is, if you're watching this, don't tell anyone. And oh, nice. and he and he says this right before the show. If you're watching this, don't tell anyone. So sure enough, everybody tells everybody about it. Reverse psychology. Yeah, and he's got tons of followers and tons of you know, and, and it's a really good actually, it's a really good podcast. Very smart. But um, yeah, but I'm glad you're doing this, man. And, and I, I had the pleasure to be on your show. Uh, when it comes out, hey, it's very occasionally. So on some occasion, some it'll point. come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there, so there it is. But I had a really good time. And, and listen, it, it's about talking shop, and it's about yeah. talking about the process because everybody has a different process of of creating and doing. And there is no wrong or right way as long as you're getting it done. That's that's what I feel. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't matter yeah. what you're doing as long as you're getting it done and that's what's important and i think that that even with with your work and and the stuff that you have going out there you have so many things going on but as long as they're getting them you're getting them done what is the toughest thing about putting all this stuff out especially with comics what 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 is it that 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 you know prolongs the process for you more than anything else it's probably the uh, it's the same struggle everyone has getting the books in people's hands and getting enough people in front of those books. Um, and that's whether you're doing it alone, whether you're running a Kickstarter or whether you're working with a traditional publisher. Um, because what, what some people might not know is even if you are working with a, a traditional publisher, even the mid-sized publisher, um, you still carry the weight of promotion and marketing and all that sort of stuff. They don't do that for you. It's not like as soon as you signed up, well, everyone's going to know about this book. No, you still have to do all of that work, right. um, which that that can be tough. And it, it it's tough initially, and then it's tough years on when you're still doing it yeah. and you're still pushing. It's one of those things you can't um, you can't can't take your foot off the gas. You have to mm-hmm. keep pushing and pushing and pushing. That's something I find hard. The, the newer thing that I'm just starting to hang on. Let's just have a two second cough pause. <laughs> Muted for your for your safety. Sorry about that. <laughs> for um, your safety. So, uh, well, yeah, COVID, dude. You know, you got to social distancing. Social distancing. You're luckily, you're even luckily remotely. You're all the way in Australia. Even you're luckily, you're yeah. all the way in Australia. Which is why I left New York. Uh, I said I need to get further away from George, so I came to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Safety for safety's sake. <laughs> safety, safety. Um, yeah. So the other the other thing that I'm now wrestling with because when you're first starting, the first thing is I have to get this in front of a publisher. I have to get this picked up. 
then you get picked up, then you start working with the publisher, then you start doing your own stuff as well. And you realize the limitations of both. And you realize, well, if I go with a publisher, I'm locked down with them now. So there's certain things I can't do. I can't just run a Kickstarter whenever I want. I can't just run a, a giveaway free right, promotion to right, kind of, you know. Yeah. So now I'm at the point where I'm thinking I've got, so I've got two new books, one still in development, one issue is done and I'm really I'm shopping that around with publishers at the moment. And so you're submitting, but you're kind of thinking, I don't know what I'll do if they come back and say, yes, we'll take it. Because the impulse is, yes, 100%, take it, yes, take take my money, take my the, you know, <laughs> the investment I've put into this thing. But I have to think about it more carefully now because I think, well, depending on how big they are, what their reach is, and whether this title is going to get swallowed up with a thousand other titles or whether it's going to be more noticeable, there's all these other things, the contract, the type of contract, right. what the split is, uh, what would happen if... Uh, <laughs> And I, I laugh, you know, Netflix suddenly came knocking or something, you know, <laughs> something like that, you know, what, what are the conditions there? Yeah. There's all of those things to think about. And I've got enough experience with a few different publishers now to see how different they are and what the limitations mm -hmm. are. But then the other question is, what if none of them want it? What if none of them want it? Or what if, you know, what, what, you know, what do I do then? Do I just do it all myself? Because I'm, I'm at the point now where... I've got a lot of books. Like the 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 library's starting to grow, and it gets to the yeah. point where I can't push them all at once. So, mm -hmm. what do I do? Do I slow down a bit and focus on other things? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm kind of at that um, more mature slash depressing uh, stage of the journey, I guess, trying to think <laughs> through through that stuff. And there's also, it's just. I mean, I get this stuff back from an artist. It's so much fun. You got yeah. to remember that's the, yeah. like seeing your story put in this form is that's the thing I forget a lot. You get just sort of caught up with all this other sort of stuff and trying to make it and trying to really promote and all that stuff, and you just forget. Yeah, but you're living in a part of the world where you're privileged enough to be able to do this stuff, even if it's a side gig, mm -hmm. and you don't have to spend 12 hours a day just grinding to eat. You, you know what I mean? You can have a day job and you can do this other stuff. So yeah. I've got to remember that. There's this thing. We, we always look above. We never look below. We always look at people that are doing better and they're famous and all the rest of it. We and First of all, we never see what their lives are really like. Um, right. Johnny Depp, anyone? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we all have our, our dramas and issues. Um, Poor guy lost a finger. Jeez, I didn't even realize yeah. he had lost a finger, dude. I'm like, what? And I mean, you can't get that back. And you got um, a big nugget left on his bed. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we're always looking up. We never look down at the people that are less fortunate, have less opportunity, right. uh, you know, all that stuff, which is probably what we should do more often so that mm. we realize, hey, we're actually doing the thing we want to do, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and you, you did mention something about you know, the, the, how you get excited when you see the art. The whoever's doing the art for the Emnity cover that's on see? you see Midi cover that's <laughs> on the Kickstarter. It reminds me of Joe Mad. Um right. yeah. he beautiful. has that look that's very I mean very appealing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of um uh so Dave Schwartz did the issue for did the interiors for issue two and uh, um one cover, the the, the standard cover. Um, his stuff is amazing. Um, the yeah, so he's the second one, the red one. He he did that one. Okay. I, I've just gone out to a bunch of indies to say, hey, can you do a cover for me? Because their stuff is great. Right. Um, 
And I, I don't want to pay a thousand dollars to get a really well known <laughs> artist to do it, right? A, because that will sink the campaign, but right. B, <laughs> also, you know, my sweet spot is to try and find an indie uh, artist who is really top quality. They're still getting better, but they're really top quality, right. but they're affordable. Right. And then I can help promote them. They they help me with the, the quality of the artwork, all that sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, I found some really good ones. And then the trick is you got to hold on to them. And I the know. better the better they get, the more likely they are to go somewhere oh, else. They change the prices on you, and it's over. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah. actually, the, so the story behind there's two definite uh, di there's a difference in the artwork from issue one and issue two. Whole new art team. Um, I'm, without joking. It is because of the war in Ukraine that I. Oh really? Yeah. No kidding. So I was with a Russian Russian team working on the first one. Great guys, great you know, really good team. Um, and but you know, there's there's things in place now. You know, even mm -hmm. in Australia, we're not we're not allowed to you know do business because of you know all that sort of stuff going on. Wow. So I had to look for another artist. So then I went for um for found Dave through another podcast that I was on, and someone mentioned. And I saw the artwork and I said, "Oh, so this uh, this guy Dave is he uh, is he free? Is he good? Uh, what's he like? Do you mind if I contact him?" And it, yeah, kind of went from there. So that's awesome. What I'm going to do now is every issue is going to be a different artist, so I can kind of lean into the whole. Oh, it was just totally <laughs> on purpose, man. This is I meant well, this. Well, so here's a question for you, Morgan: Is it an ongoing series, or, or do you see an end to 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 the series? How how are you handling the the book itself? I definitely see an end. So there's a there's a four or five. I'm debating which way um, uh, issue arc for the um, for the series mm -hmm. um, or the, the first the first arc of the series anyway. Um, and um, so another two issues or three issues of the color, the main story, um, the color issues that will cover um, the main storyline. It's actually uh, I've written a novel which it, the ideas sort of come out of. So I, I, I know where it's got to go to end, um, but there's a whole bunch of spin-off ideas that I'm starting to explore as well with black and white spin-off comics and, awesome. and a graphic novel that was, you know, part of it as well. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think this one will definitely come to an end. This is another thing that I'm talking about if we look behind the curtain again where I'm having to think seriously about, you know, return on investment and all that sort of stuff and mm -hmm. closing it versus continuing it because yeah. if I continue that'll be six or seven comic series that I have that are continuing and I can't fund that and I can't give them right. the attention they need and all the rest of it. So oh, yeah. I think I'll get to that another two, close that off uh, and then decide what I'm going to do next with it and maybe sit on that for a few years. Um, no, that's smart. On. That's smart. And, and, and for, and for those who maybe don't know what, what, what series is, Tell us a little bit, without giving too much away of the first issue um, that leads yeah. into the second one, tell us a little bit about Enmity and what and what it's about. Okay, so it's the story of uh, a young girl or a teenager, 16-year-old girl named Daisy who is searching through the post-apocalyptic wasteland looking for her father. Uh, her mother has died and she is, uh, mother's last words were, you need to find your father. Even though you've never known him, you need to go and find him. Mm -hmm. um and it's a bit mysterious as to why um the larger back story of the of the um series is that her father is lucifer the right. the angel who right. uh got sick of being the devil and just quit um and as a result of quitting that's what caused the um uh you know the apocalypse to hit and all that sort of stuff um so yeah it's a bit of fun 
It's um, uh, a little bit of horror stuff, a lot of action, a lot of smart comments and, and that sort of stuff. But essentially that's it. So it's it's a girl searching for her father. As the, the, the problem is, because I've got these two issues out now and I've got these side issues, some of the stuff's already given away. So I can't pretend, oh, you, you won't know what's happening. So people will already <laughs> know um, uh, just by looking at the campaign page that there's, so she's the daughter of the devil. There's more than one daughter and mm. they're all starting to pop up and become part of the plot and intersect at certain portions. So the, the, you start to see that coming up more. So the, the story is Lucifer went on a massive bender when he quit his job. And as a result of that, ended up getting a bunch of people pregnant. And then <laughs> 16 years later, there's all of these, well, not all of these, but there's a, there's a few girls walking around that have uh, Lucifer's blood in them, which gives them wow. certain abilities and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty freaking cool, man. Look at that. Look at that artwork. So so, so yeah. walk us through the campaign a little bit here, uh, Morgan. What, what, what do we have going on in the campaign? Uh, well, this is a pretty big one. So it, it's you can pick and choose. So if, you, if you're new and you just want to um, test it out, you can get issue one or issue two um, just as a standalone PDF or, or a, a print book. Um, there's also for returning backers from the previous campaign, they can... Um, you know they can get an upgrade pack so they get everything except the first uh, the first one um whether that's in print or, or in um, uh, pdf so the the main thing is two color books so two issues a hundred page uh um standalone graphic novel and then two spin-off comics as well so they and they're all related to the same story all except two of them are from different artists so it's quite a range of artwork um and yeah, lots of fun, lots of action, uh, some horror themes, um, and it, it has this kind of supernatural backdrop. So the, the action's kind of split between what happens in heaven and what happens on earth, and, and the two different things there, and um, all that sort of stuff. And then for the first time, I've not offered this before because it's a real pain being all the way over in Australia. But for mm. for people that want to pay the extra, they can get uh, all the copies signed, uh, bookmarks. I even have. Um, a4 prints and i'm gonna you know put a message and draw some stuff on, a, on an a4 prints a couple of stickers so they can get a bundle with all of that stuff um which i'll ship from australia um so it's a little bit more expensive because of that but it means they can get this one thing and they can also get the collector version which is all of the comics um uh covers as part of that whole thing as well uh, and they get their name in the back of the of the book for book two as well um so there, there's a few few ones. Uh, there's a kind of a drawn-in option as well, which is uh, instead of being drawn into the main story, you get a portrait done of you as a post-apocalyptic survivor. So oh, cool. you give me a photo, give me the details, and then I'll write a, a, a character bio on who that character is. It goes in the last couple of pages of um, issue um, uh, issue two. So that's another another option there. And then there's a just a ton of digital books available because as i said now i've got quite a library of, of, of stuff <laughs> that they're all available as well Sweet. that cover's really cool i love that guy's art yeah yeah and so, and, and so you have you have some stretch goals obviously these these are your backer goals mm. and uh yeah those those covers yeah they look kind of cool man yeah yeah that, so there's a couple of covers getting um <clears throat> with stretch goals there's um uh, uh, free PDFs from other indie creators that are that are coming in. Uh, there's some of my stuff that's coming in. There's some new covers that are going to be released that uh, that no one knows about yet. 
Um, so yeah, as the campaign goes, the other thing that I'm super excited about, but I could tell no one else is, but it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's my campaign. I'm going to be excited. Um, <laughs> that is, I'm producing a, a, like a five minute movie as, as part of this campaign. So it's like a horror, funny horror, horror film. Uh, as part of the campaign and five backers can be part of that they can act in the in the whole thing it's all done with just you know streaming cameras and stuff it's all a bit of fun but i had so much fun putting the initial thing together um yeah so that's that's another thing i'm going to do during the during the campaign just good oh man oh is it this is that piece that you were telling me about earlier today uh morgan that yeah that image right there so, so the, the, the logo, so the logo on the uh, on the podcast is this face on the logo, yeah, uh, which came that, from this. I was so, so happy cool. when that came through. It was so <laughs> <much fun. laughs> that looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Oh man, this looks good, man. This this is a, a you know chuck full of nuts here. At this campaign, you have a lot of stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, it's a big one. It's it's probably my most complete campaign with what's on offer. And there's some books there that I've not offered before, um, some new ones, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. Some of them are just digital at the moment, but, you know, we'll, we'll get there with the, the printing side. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a, And there's even, if you get the, the Uber collection, you can also get uh, some novels, um, you know, soundtracks, wow. all that sort of stuff. So lots. Oh, awesome. it also has a soundtrack with it as well. Um, Wow. wow man yeah you you've definitely thrown a lot of stuff into this this is great yeah it's a, it's a it's a big one part of it is i just like the artwork so you know i just keep going and going and then well beyond where it's financially feasible to continue but <laughs> i'll just get i'll just get one more just one more one more little piece that's of artwork it. or cover that's, or, it. You know. that's it when, so, when does that when does that campaign end morgan just real quick so that uh, it's october there you go. Thank, thank you, Morgan. Appreciate that. <laughs> no, uh, no so how'd you throw just... your voice like that? How'd you throw your voice like that? <laughs> it's a, it's, I'm in Australia. Where it's, it's the hemisphere. hemisphere. It's, a, it's an echo. Uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said it anyway, Sam, because I forgot. I was like, oh, God, is, I was going to have to use math. I don't want to do that. I don't want to count. Yeah. I looked at it because when I was looking at uh, um, when we're going to air this on the 16th, um, it has plenty of time. You still got a few weeks left. So um, um, it worked out our way. So you'll be midway into your campaign. So it'll be great timing to uh, get this going. But we're at the point where we're going to give you the screen and I want you to give you your elevator pitch. Why should people back All this right. campaign and <laughs> on social media? So uh, go for it. Hi, I'm Morgan Quaid, author of Things and writer of other stuff. Uh, get on board with the Enmity campaign. You can go to uh, the internet and find it. Uh, or go to uh, morganquaid.com and I've got details there. I'm going to go the reverse way, seeing as we spoke about it earlier. Maybe don't back the campaign and don't <laughs> tell your friends about how good it was and that they should also not back it as well. Bada-bing. <laughs> Bada-bing, that's it. Bada-bing. Well, yeah, oh. thank you, Morgan, again for coming on the show. You know, uh, you know, Mikasa, Sukasa, you always have... Uh, uh, Welcome to come on anytime. Um, Thanks, man. And uh, and congratulations on the launch of your podcast. And uh, thank you. And, uh, thank you. and the success of your campaign. I mean, you were you were funded. Um, what the first? What? How long did it take you to get funded? I don't know. I was, I was so the first day, sometime in the first, first day, day. I was so busy, that. busy with yeah. other stuff. I didn't notice. But it, yeah, yeah so it's, it's a short goal. So we got there. Yeah. So if you haven't done so, the link is in the summary. Go and back this campaign. Check it out. Uh, 
Enmity, number two by Mr. Morgan Quaid. And uh, what's the name of your podcast again? Uh, the Very Occasional Podcast the very with Morgan Quaid. Podcast. Thank you, sir, for being on the show. Uh, Thanks, and, uh, guys. Success to you, buddy. Cheers. Thanks, Take guys. care, Morgan. Later. So that was Mr. Morgan Quaid. And oh, this was another oh. great. I don't know what happened to George. George, George, his phone has just been acting up. Another episode of Cast the Craze. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button, subscribe, ring that bell. Um, and when we grow, the indie community grows. And um, um, with that said, I'm Sam the Crazy Man Bear. George the Juma Medina. And we are no, I was talking about my friend Aquis. I met him the other Say my name, say my name. Right? This is what you were thinking? Oh, my. He said, I'm the idiot. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. This is Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Bobby. Girl.